You're listening to Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon, 3:30 at KSL. Jeff Kaplan here of 41 degrees, KSL's top story. For a cooler summer, you plant some trees, but in one of the most sweltering sections of Salt Lake City, they're cutting them down. Residents are upset. The Riverwood Cove apartments are split by a street lined with trees from end to end. I spoke with an upset resident who said 20 of their trees are being cut down. Dan Strong with Westside Coalition explains why trees are vital to the West heat island effect. The temperature actually can vary from the east to west of Salt Lake City on a hot day by almost 20 degrees. And part of the reason for that is that we don't have enough trees. We don't have the same tree density as you see in neighborhoods like Sugar House. The apartment regional manager, Ashley Davis, says those 20 trees in their complex are sick and at risk of falling. They promise to replant a variety of new trees once the dying ones are removed and hope to restore as much of what their residents love about living there. Eric Cabrera, KSL News Radio. So if we're going to refill the Great Salt Lake, we have to manage the water and management requires data. Enter Brian King. Representative Brian King's bill would fund a study that looks into creating a state water database and water center. We have so much data from so many different users and so many different entities and individuals who have water rights. It's a real challenge to gather this information. King says this database would make it easier to access this information and track all the state's water, including the water that feeds the Great Salt Lake. The study led by the Division of Water Resources and the Division of Water Rights would have to be done no later than July of next year. One of the things that we need to do in dealing with the Great Salt Lake is move quickly. The bill passed in committee, but it still needs to clear the House and Senate in order to make it to the governor's desk by the end of the legislative session next week. Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Cache County school officials are apologizing for making a bad call this morning. They decided to hold a regular school day, but as the morning wore on and the snow piled up and the roads slowed down, it was pretty clear they blew it. The district says they consulted with UDOT and weather forecasts at 5.30 a.m., That's when they have to decide. But then afterward, conditions deteriorated in a statement. Officials indicate they'll try and find a way to improve their performance. There's a lot of support on Utah's Capitol Hill for a bill that would increase the number of days someone could be involuntarily committed for mental health care by police. KSL News Radio's Amy Kobabe with the story. Right now, it's 24 hours maximum, but Representative Tyler Clancy's bill would increase that to 72 hours. He says this is about looking broadly at the community needs and making sure people who just need more mental health tools aren't ending up in jail. The bill would also look at studying future needs and capacity at places like the state hospital in Provo. The bill passed quickly out of committee. It's now headed to the full house for consideration. Criminal charges have been filed against two people seen in a social media video brutally beating a teenage boy. Two people allegedly involved are facing charges. 23-year-old Christian Hecking of West Valley, 18-year-old male Metzley Keith of Salt Lake City are facing a series of felony charges after the beating put a 15-year-old victim in St. Mark's Hospital with a host of injuries unbelievably The suspects posted three videos of the vicious beating. The family of a ballerina being held in Moscow are asking the Biden administration for help. 
Maria Chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk. Jeff, the family of dual U.S. Russian citizen Ksenia Karolina is calling on the administration to do more to help bring her home. Russian officials detained the ballet dancer over charges of treason connected to the war in Ukraine. State Department spokesperson Matthew Miller says American diplomats are pressing Moscow to allow them to access detained dual nationals. That's why we have tried to make clear just as plainly as we possibly can that no American citizen should consider traveling to Russia for any reason. The ballerina's relatives say she traveled to Russia to visit her aging grandmother. Supporters gathered outside the high court in London for the second day of WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange's final appeal to stop his extradition to the U.S. Julian Assange is an absolute hero of our times. He's risked everything. The U.S. wants to extradite Assange for publishing hundreds of thousands of leaked documents relating to the Afghanistan and Iraq wars. And tales of terror from passengers on board an American Airlines flight yesterday that was forced to turn around shortly after takeoff after a passenger tried to open one of the cabin doors. Your heart just starts pounding and you're just like, oh my God, this is like, is this real? Passengers and flight attendants wrestled him to the ground and detained him until pilots could safely land the plane. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Chaleos, KSL News Radio. Starbucks employees at a store in Sandy have decided against joining a union. The vote's six to five. The company, Starbucks, is overjoyed, especially after several other stores along the Wasatch Front did vote to unionize. KSL News Time 336. Now, first look traffic. Let's get you going. Here's Ricky Meese. Kind of bumpy out there. Still dealing with some wet roads in the valley and... That even turns to snow in some of the higher elevations. Flurries, of course. But it's a crash tying up traffic southbound I-15. little bogged down going through Murray due to an accident on the right after 4500 south. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Another spaceship in the Utah desert. The story is on the way next. Stay here.